Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise. I'm your host, Alisa Gumps. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the country. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we'll sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slays the challenges of being a Black woman in business. Today's episode is all about leading with intuition. We're chatting with B. Dixon, founder of the plant-based natural feminine care company, The Honey Pot, which she started in 2014 with a $21,000 loan from her brother. And it's now a multi-million dollar brand sold in stores across the country. Welcome to Sisters Inc. B. And thanks so much for sitting down with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on, Elisa. I'm grateful. So I wanted to have you on the podcast for a long time, um, but I had the pleasure of meeting you virtually, of course, a few weeks ago, and I changed the entire nature of the conversation that I wanted to have with you based on that. You really come across as so grounded and authentic, and I would go so far as to say spiritual in your approach to business, um, and that's really what I want to talk to you about today. Well, I'm, I'm here for all of that. <laughs> So I want to start with the inspiration for the company. Before the Honey Pot was a thing, you were a woman going through things that women go through sometimes. And your grandmother came to you in a dream and told you how to heal yourself. Yes, that's precisely what happened. I had bacterial vaginosis to be specific. Um, and I had it for almost a year. Nothing that I did work. My grandmother met me in a dream and very vividly gave me a piece of paper had a list of ingredients, told me that this was going to solve my problem um, and, and had me repeat those ingredients in the dream. And that's what I did. And when I woke up, I was literally repeating what she was saying over and over again. And, um, and I wrote it down and I made it within a few days and four or five days went by of me using it and everything that I was dealing with went away. So... The fact that your ancestor visited you in a dream does not sound at all unusual to me, especially as a West Indian. But in business, it's very uncommon. Like, did you have any trepidation about including it as part of your story, putting it on your website, and especially standing up in front of investors or potential investors and, and sharing that with them? No, I didn't, because that is precisely what happened. You know, in fact, I had uh, trepidation around not saying it because there's been conversation, you know, obviously in the history of our brand, there have been people that have questioned, you know, questioned, questioned my story, right? I remember talking to, I remember talking to a, um, somebody that was giving me kind of PR coaching and she basically told me like what what my, my story sounded a little whimsical and, you know, and it, and it didn't really necessarily sound believable and, um, you know, and that I should probably change it up a little bit. And, um, you know, that was a quick way for me to say, this probably isn't the person that I should be dealing with. Right. But also um, it just rooted me more in who I was and, um, and, and, and kind of gave me the grace inside of myself to, to, to keep moving forward, you know, um, anytime anybody has tried to, I don't want to say mute, mute me or mute our story or mute the, the root of the brand, you know, I'm more so 
because that feels so unnatural to me, you know? Um, this brand is, is, is rooted, we, we, we are a vagina brand. The vagina is the root chakra. It's rooted in truth, it's rooted in abundance, it's rooted in, um, you know, in love and kindness and all the things. And in order for all those things to be, you know, to me, it has to come from a really authentic place and it has to be real. So it, it's not even an option to not say what really happened. You know what I mean? Whimsical sounds like one of those very coded words. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, and codes are fine, but I'm not a person who operates in codes, right? I operate in reality and truth, um, you know, and I'm not afraid of that. And, and that's what makes me comfortable. You are genuinely passionate about supporting humans with vaginas. Um, when most people talk about their purpose, they say, oh, I just knew that I was called to be a teacher or a priest or an artist or a doctor, um, but I've never had anyone tell me before that they knew that they were supposed to be in the space of vaginal wellness. So how did you know that that was your purpose? I knew that that was my purpose when I was sitting on the toilet going pee and smelling myself because that's what happens when you have reoccurring bacterial vaginosis. That's what happens when you have reoccurring vaginal whatever, right? If it's a UTI, if it's a yeast infection, if it's BV, if it's whatever it is, if it's vaginal odor, if it's vaginal itching, you are hyper-conscious and hyper-aware about what's going on down there. The strength of your conviction. Usually, I mean, people would get to that point and they would say, I got something that works, like a product that works, or like, yes, I found the solution. Um, but but they wouldn't be like, nope, that's it. I have found my, yeah. my purpose on this earth, and this is what I'm going to do from here on. Like, yeah. did you ever like struggle with it, or do you're like, you know, this is not really what I thought my life was going to be about, or were you just like, nope, that's oh. it? Like, I <laughs> there was there was no struggle, there was no question. There was no nothing. It was literally like, this is it. And I have never faltered. I have never gone back. I have never questioned if this is what I was supposed to do. People, you know, even when it was absurdly hard, when we were absurdly, like we had no money or we were literally like robbing Peter, Paul, Mary and Joseph to pay for like shipping or a bill or whatever. It never was like, should I be doing this? It was always like, this is exactly what I need to be doing, you know? And, and whatever, whatever, whatever comes, that's what comes. There's nothing we can do about it. Whatever issue happens, issues happen. That's life, right? Um, you know, going into business a little bit crazy any damn way, you know? I mean, honestly... Any human that decides, you know what, <laughs> I think I'm going to just make something from scratch and sell it on the mass market scale. Like that is weird. It's hard. It's um, it's out of your control. It's up and down. It's beautiful. It's fun. But there is so much responsibility and accountability 
and conviction and um, attention and love and all those things. And I can't speak to any other business, but for the vagina business, that's how I feel about it. I have so much respect for what I do because what I do goes on humans' vaginas. And so that has to be done well. That has to be done with intention, care, love, time, accountability, responsibility. That has to be done with all those things because somebody's using that every day, you know? And, and if, and that doesn't mean that we're perfect, right? That doesn't mean that there isn't that we're not working on because that's any company, right? Um, you know, but but it's really important to me that we do it as best we can and um, and that we be responsible with the power that we've been given, you know? I, just, I don't take it lightly, obviously. So I, I want everyone to know out there that I, I'm taking nothing away from your shrewdness as a businesswoman, because even though we aren't talking about some of these other things, you've built a great team, you pay attention to what your competitors are doing, you have cultivated an incredibly engaged and loyal community of customers, and you put their needs first. But you also seem to know innately what the business needs next. You have 10 to 15 years worth of innovations already written down. I probably like probably 10, probably up to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. What is your creative process like? My vagina. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that is a part of the like real, like I'm not, I'm not even joking. That is a part of the creative process. Right. Um, But also I don't know, like, how does a painter know how to paint? You know what I'm saying? Like, how does a singer know how to sing? The thing is, is I don't paint and I don't sing, but I make skincare products. Like that, like that's, that is what I do. You you know what I mean? Like, I know how to work with herbs. I have no clue of how I know how to do that. I, I just know how to do it, right? Um, And I'm, I'm grateful for the gift um, and, 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 it, and it's, it's just a thing that I have a knack for. And, um, and I think because I put so much perfect practice into it that, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to say I've gotten pretty good at it over the years and, you know, I, I'm connected to it. I'm, I'm in it. My head is like, I'm like there, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm there and I'm committed to it, and I have a relationship to it. It's like, um, it's very like symbiotic. It's, it's like how a mommy knows like when her baby, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's intuitive and all, and it's a bunch of stuff, but it's just my, it's just my creative, my creative, I guess. The reason I ask is because um, I think that they're like some people sort of cultivate, they work on cultivating that sense of connection or flow or whatever they, you know, they're like, well, I, I meditate every day because that like clears my mind and thoughts rise to the top or some people, you know, are they like, they take long walks. They're like, I think great when I walk, some people keep a notebook with them at all times because they wake up in the middle of the night and they write stuff down. Like, is it something that, you know, you are really intentional about or is it just like 
I'm connected and these ideas just come out of me whenever and however they want. It's more of I'm connected and these ideals just come out of me whenever they want. I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to describe, um, but but I'm not a person who does anything with repetition. Because if I'm doing it with repetition, am I really am I really connected to it enough to know that that's actually what I want to do? You understand what I'm saying? So I, I try not to live my life in repetition. I, you know, although there are a lot of things that I am repetitive about, that I'm consistent with, that, you know, that I do on a daily, hourly, minute by minute basis, right? Um, but when it comes to creation, um, to, from, from, from my creative process, that just has to flow. It can't be, it can't be for me, it can't be because A, B, and C needed to happen. It's like, I just, when it happens, I'm just in flow and I'm there and I'm focused and I'm intentional, you know, um, you know, but I also, my form of meditation is in respecting present moments, right? So for, so right now, in a way I'm meditating because I can't do anything else right now, but talk to you, right? Um, so my maybe my form of repetitive is just being here, and and I think that, yeah, and I think that that's because that's how I live my life. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't live in my head sometimes. That does you know that doesn't mean that the things that happen to everybody else don't happen to me. The only difference is is that. Um, my constant goal is to not be in my head and to just be here and to just be flowing. That's my constant goal, you know? And so, you know, so I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, um, you know, but, but it, it, I'm grateful. It, 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 it's just here and I'm, I'm happy that it's here and I'm grateful it's here. We are hopefully on the way out of the pandemic, although every week I, I worry more and more about whether that is true. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but over the last year and a half, so many businesses have found themselves in deep trouble or having to make a pandemic pivot. You told me recently that last year was actually a really good year for you. And a lot of it had to do with your self-work. So can you share with us what that sort of looked like for you and how it affected how you approach business or how you run your company? Well, it's very similar to what I was just talking about. Um, when it, when the pandemic first happened, I was doing what everybody else was doing. I was looking at the news, you know, I was nervous. I was scared. I, I was obviously sheltering in place. Um, but then I was like, you know what? This doesn't feel right for me. So then what I did is I shut down all the news channels. I shut, I took every app off every news app, anything that was going to filter me information about what was happening in the world. And this is personal. This doesn't have anything to do with business. I shut it off. I had already conditioned myself to not be into social media, but, um, but, but I was very, 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 very intentional about if I needed to get on social, especially last year, if I needed to get on, I would get on, I would come out and then I would delete the app from my phone. 
because I didn't want, because I was, I'm already, I'm a person who's already so absorbed because we're all connected, right? And so the world felt heavy because we were all feeling heavy, right? Um, So I needed to just lighten up my load a little bit. So that's why I cut off all the extra technology stuff. And I just kept my life very simple. Um, And so so I think that like, it helped because I was able to just kind of be in the United States of Beatrice, you know, and, and, and just focus on me and my family and my health and taking care of myself and eating well. And then I was doing a lot more exercising than what I'm doing right now. But, uh, you know, but I, I just got really, really into me. And, um, and I think that it helped when, cause a lot of, a lots of things happened last year. We had the viral moment, which we, look, I. We're going to talk about that okay. in a moment. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so we had that viral moment and then, you know, and then we realized with that viral moment that we weren't ready to go viral. And so like, there were so many holes in the boat and the boat was going, it wasn't going down, down, but it was going down. You know what I'm saying? And so intuitively I guess when I thought to lighten my load it was because I had some serious coming you know and and I didn't know I didn't know that all that was going to happen but because I had just lightened my consciousness and my mind and just got real focused and got okay with acceptance right I, I think that it it made so that when all the craziness went down, I was in a place of acceptance and not in a place of like, I, I don't know, I, w- I was just very like calm and chill. And so, you know, and, and that, that rings through to today because at that point in my life, that was a practice because I was practicing, how do I, how do I just pay attention to me and mind my own business and worry about me and mine? And now it's become like my, my way of life, you know? Um, And so the way that that shows up with work is, you know, something happens. I'm not going to get in a hissy about it for the most part, nine times out of 10. We're going to work. Let's figure out what's going on so that we can organize ourselves and fix it. Right. Um, and even if I do get in a bad place or upset or whatever, I'm typically able to like go in, organize myself, go back to the human. If there was a human involved to say, Hey, I didn't mean to react that way. That just shocked me. Um, how do we, how do we move on from here? So it's just helped me to get to a place where I can be calm so that, so that when things happen, because in business, they always will happen, right? It, it, everything is normally great until it's not, you know? And, um, and, and so that, that work has prepared me for the greatness and it's also prepared me for when things aren't so great, you know? So before we explain the viral moment, um, I, I have to say, you just mentioned if there was a human involved in what went wrong at work. And I did have a question planned for you um, 
about grace, as I put it, but as you were talking earlier, you mentioned sort of this responsibility that you feel toward the customer because you are doing something that they are putting on their bodies. It's important. And one of the things that really um, struck me uh, the last time we spoke was the respect um, and the regard with which you spoke about your employees. So I think that certainly this approach that you're talking about, um, you know, extends to your staff as well. Can you talk about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even see them as my staff, right? These are humans that choose to share their lives with us. I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to say work for me. It's hard for me to say that, right? You know, sometimes I can be talking fly and talking, but I, but like, for real, like that's, these humans choose, they choose to come here, they choose to work here, they spend more time with us than they do with their own families. And so all aside, I have the most ridiculous, absurd amount of respect for these humans, for their time, for their energy, for their brains, for, um, for their heart, for their love, for, for their focus, for, for everything that they give to us to, in support of a dream that I have, right, and had, you know? And so, listen, um, nothing happens without that team, right? There, there, there are, now the way that it works, things come to me when they've already gone through the team, right? And, and so, and there is no human that works here whose job is too small. So for everyone out there who's not aware of these uh, beautiful viral moment, as she calls it from last year, yes. she started a Target commercial uh, where she said what I thought and I still think is one of the least controversial <laughs> statements ever. <laughs> Which is that it's important for companies like the Honeypot to do well so that the next little Black girl with an idea can have opportunities. Well, some very bigoted people out there got all in their feelings about that and basically launched an internet campaign against her, writing letters to Target and threatening to boycott and leaving terrible product reviews. Um, And then our communities and our allies (laughs) rallied behind her and bought all the products. All of them. All Thank of you. them. <laughs> all of them, period, and stop. Like all of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know that now you're really grateful for that experience, both the good and the bad of it. But in the midst of that storm, and I cannot imagine how crazy it was in the midst of right. that storm, what was your intuition telling you about how you should respond or how you should proceed? Be cool, be calm be collected because it wasn't mine it was theirs you know that's that acceptance yeah yeah I mean you know people are entitled to their opinion those people thought that I was bigoted right and who and and me and you may not think that but me and you are in agreement with that right because you and I probably have similar values right a human that may not have the same values as me may think that I'm bigoted in saying something like that. And I can respect that. I can respect the difference of opinion. I can respect 
that 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 everything that they felt and that but the beautiful part of that about respecting it is that I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to make it mine. It doesn't have to bother me, right? If I know what I said, then there is no reason for me to get my panties in a bunch because I knew what I said and I knew what I meant. And I was okay with that when I said it, right? And the, the wonderful humans at Target that, that sat down and asked all those questions, they were okay with it when I said it. Why? Because they put it in their commercial. That was their commercial. That wasn't my commercial, right? And so again, those humans have similar values that, that, that I do and that you do. But it's not for me to tell a person that they are wrong because I don't agree with them or they are wrong because, because my value system is different than theirs, you know? So my, my reaction was actually the same reaction that it is right now. Um, you know, okay, that's fine. If that's how you feel, you know, um, and, 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 and again, I'm, 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 I'm actually quite grateful for those people because those people little did they know we're creating our company. We're, we're, we're creating probably the biggest marketing campaign that we have ever had in our entire life as the Honeypot Company LLC, right? So it's, it's great. It, it's fantastic. And, I, and, and, and thank you to all of those people who had those terrible things to say. Thank you for your lies, for your negative reviews. Thank you for all of that because that, you know, because a lot of those people had never used our product before. A lot of those people weren't even calling it feminine care. They were calling it something else, but that's okay because they, because they did what they felt that they needed to do because guess what? All of those people were aligned in their value system, right? I'm grateful eternally from the bottom of my heart and soul. What did you learn about yourself? during that? And more importantly, what did you learn about the company? Because I know the response to it really, the, the blessing was not just that people bought all your products and knew who you were, but you really learned some important things about the business. Yeah. I mean, what I learned about myself was that um, self-work self work does work. Um, and what I learned about the company is that it is resilient. And, um, and, and it can take a punch, right? It can take a beat down. <laughs> to, be, to be more specific. And it can, and it can get right back up. And, it, and, 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 you know, after you've been beat down, it takes a little while to heal. There's processes involved. You, 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 you look at the game that you played and, and you figure out, you know, you had, you should have ducked here or ducked there and, you know, and, and you, and you just go back to the drawing board and you just get your together and you figure out why, why was that hole in the boat? Right. Okay. So that means that ABC needs to happen before D happens. We were just going straight to D. Right. And so you, you just learn how to fix it. And guess what? That, that never stops by the way ever 
Like you never are not figuring out how to run your company because every single day something's going to happen. And you're going to be like, oh, huh. <laughs> okay, cool. So, the, okay, so what do we do now? The only thing that's different is that it takes a, it's a process for making things happen, you know? And, um, you know, and, and I learned that we're down for the process and we're here for whatever it takes. And we have a product line that humans with vaginas and just humans, period, love and respect and adore. And we love and respect and adore them. And we are in a relationship with humanity and relationships take time and they, they, they have ups and they have downs, um, you know, but when there's a commitment there, there's nothing that can rock the boat, right? And so, you know, so that's what I learned. And um, and, that, and that's what we'll, we will continue to learn because this is just the, the world of business. It's beautiful, but it's not easy. Well, B, thank you so much for sharing your small business success story with us today. Everyone out there, please take a look at the company website thehoneypot.co and really check out what they're offering because they just launched like more than 30 new products. So if you haven't looked at them in a while, there's some new stuff there. Go take a look. Also follow them on Instagram at the honeypot co or on Facebook at the honeypot company. While you're at it, check out the podcast channel on blackenterprise.com to find Sisters Inc. and other podcasts from Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you like what you hear, show your love by leaving us a five-star review or put a sister on by spreading the word. This is Elisa Gums with Sisters Inc. for Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening. <laughs>